in a previous statement, I said I was going to do an action. That action is complete. Outstanding. Well, you did that action on uh, April 21st, 2023. It's a Friday from what we've been led to believe. It's uh, supposed to be a beautiful day here at a uh, high of 83. Partly cloudy and partly sunny, I've always thought were. I wouldn't describe them as misnomers, but uh, the... Uh, well, I'll try to do that later because I don't want to make a lot of noise. Uh, uh-huh. That's questionable. I mean, you want, a, you want a little box. This is not a euphemism. You want a little box that's a little, little, little snug to get into. But, uh, well, I guess sometimes you do want it to be noisy. I don't know. I don't know. Because um, that's how you want to put your cable in the box is, uh, you know. But, uh, but are, then what? Some things are inappropriate even for this show. So be sure to remind me to tell right you on. a story. Well, off air? Yes. Ah, got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay, well, remember to tell me a story off air. So you ever you ever notice, I mean, fortunately, I have a, I have a relatively flexible schedule. I mean, you end up kind of working every day, but I have a relatively flexible schedule. But I know times when I've been in jobs where it was, and, and most people in the world, I guess, or at least the English-speaking world, is situations where they have finger quotes, eight to five or nine to five jobs. And you ever have those days? It looks like this week is going to be one of those weeks where you're just killing yourself all week, and it's beautiful days all week, and you're just like, God, I wish I could be outside. Sunday, Saturday or Sunday shows up and they're both like 30 degrees colder and rainy. Which is like tomorrow. I think the high is supposed to be 64, but it's, you know, probably going to be in the 50s most of the day, which I like cooler weather when it's not raining. But uh, but the rain thing, you know. Yeah, not a not a fan of that, but it just. uh, I don't know. We we wouldn't say that was odd because. I don't know how we would describe that, but uh, but it is weird. I can understand how people would feel defeated, you know, if they really wanted to go out or go to the pool or be outside in nature, go hiking. Just, if, just if I'm nice not mistaken, this is the seventh Saturday in a row it is rain. Oh, well, then never mind. The universe hates people. Sorry. My bad. Sorry. Uh, that's what I got. Now, that's well, that's, uh, I mean, you know, I like going to uh, farmer's markets and whatnot. And I mean, my office, I work, when I go into the office, I mean, it's pretty flexible with real estate and whatnot. Just have a phone, have a computer. I mean, you know, if you need to print something, maybe go to the office or have a meeting or whatever. But uh, but I feel like on Saturdays, I used to go out and I used to have a routine. I mean, I just kind of still have it, but about, you know, you go to the farmer's market, you walk around downtown, you go in little shops. But with the scheduling we do now, which is an odd situation to be in now, you know, if we wake up, we wake up probably about the same time, wake up at 530, kind of stretch, make some coffee, you know, enjoy nature i think if i opened the windows or whatever you would hear birds just you know like like a like a like a 
uh, racially insensitive 1950s Disney movie. The birds are just engaged in a musical outside. Um, and, uh, but then like, basically, you know, I try to, you know, when you're the, you're the same kind of way, like you're a high capacity, you're a high functioning person. Am I? Spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler alert. Sorry, not to, uh, 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 dispel the myth of how we come off. Yes, yes. Sorry, spoiler alert. I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but you're you're an, you're an aggressively ac- accomplishment focused person. But so, and I'm the same way. But also, like you know, obviously, you schedule stuff. Generally speaking, at least for me, and I feel like you, your day's a little more stretched out schedule wise with with work commitments than on a more frequent basis, maybe than mine is. But uh, no, I'm I'm man, I'm. I used to do work off the clock, but uh, I simply don't anymore. Right. I, I, oh, I would say, but I just get. I, I, I discovered ahead, I can go in early and be compensated for my time. Oh, exactly. Right, right, right. But I was just going to say, I, you, you do, you get so much done. And I think that the position I used to be in, uh, at the company I used to work for when I was doing property management got me conditioned. Well, I'll say over the course of five years, but probably really, really took off probably over like eight, eight months to a year where the stuff, you know, cause muscle memory and you're just learning how to do things and it's like learning lines or anything else. Um, well, it used to take two or three weeks to do, uh, you could do in an eight hour day. So to take, you know, it's just to combat capacity build up to what would take you almost a month to do the first few months you were there, you could literally do it in the course of a day. And so now yeah, yeah. when you're done, when I'm done with like reading reports, reading market updates, studying all this, you know, 15 or 20 emails, do all this, you know, phone call, all this stuff. And just uh, from the time we wrap, if we wrap the show at 7.30 or 8 o'clock in the morning and I'm done before noon, you know, just because I'm just cranking it out and I can get a walk in while I'm doing, you know, get get two or three, well, five kilometers in, shall we say, you know, just in the morning to start the day and all this stuff, because right. that's what we're measuring here is kilometers. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, uh, just... Oh, just, but it's just odd because then, because then, but so then you can think, oh wow, I can go enjoy the day versus people that might have to wait till Saturday, and then it rain on them all the time. Just put a bow on that. So, well, so you, uh, go ahead. Sorry, I, I just again, I wonder why weather people schedule rain for Saturdays. I don't understand how that works. Villainy. It it is. Uh, are they? Sometimes I wonder if there's going to be an event coming up, and they make sure it's nice for that event, so everybody's aching to go. Uh, I don't know. I'm watching a picture of someone who dropped their can of tuna into the sink, and it so perfectly fit the drain that. They can't get it out. And I've had that happen to the point that uh, I had to get a little bit of Gorilla Glue 
and just glue a toothpick to it and it pulled pulled right out it was a couple toothpicks i i used anyway keep gorilla glue in the kitchen at all times because if you eat tuna that may happen do you call fortunately that's yeah yeah do you call tuna tuna fish I do not. It's not like you we think call, that's more of a, a, a. Yeah. We don't say hamburger cow or mammal. Right. Do you think that's a regional thing or like a, a societal thing from like the 40s or 50s? I'm not sure. But I do know that I only eat <clears throat> tuna safe dolphin. Well, that's the safest one. Well, you have to make sure you're using the right kind of nets. And uh, I think people have been eating a lot less healthy, delicious dolphins since they stopped. Uh, they started putting sodas in those uh, cardboard containers and not the uh, classic dolphin catchers, uh, those uh, plastic circle things. I have a storyline where dolphins are uh, the smartest apex animal on their planet and they use telepathy to get primates to build their ships because you know hands are helpful i enjoy that storyline because they're evil bastards well isn't that just earth well that that was the metaphor well okay I'm watching a video of Mike Tyson at 56 sparring, and damn, the dude is just insane. He was, uh, well, you remember for a long time, he did not want to get back into fighting. He didn't want to get back into that, and, and not to sound like I'm slinging out platitudes, but, I mean, he definitely, I think he had tried to, where he gotten in life, with therapy and lots of other things really considered himself a man of peace. And I think for a long time, he would just describe himself as being scared to get back into it because he really thinks of himself appropriately as a killing machine. And he just didn't want to have that kind of, that kind of rage in his life. Twitter is faking signups for new blue check mark. Stephen King, my Twitter account says I've subscribed to Twitter blue. I haven't. My Twitter account says I've given a phone number. I haven't. Elon has, uh, I'm not entirely sure what the hell happened to that dude, other than just being born privileged and handed everything. Well, I mean, he, you know, I mean, I've said it before and I'll say it again. He's, his biggest accomplishment thus far just seems to be giving people with autism a horrible, a horrible name. Um, and I can understand partially at some point, maybe one of the things maybe uh, that he, I can understand that people are always suspicious of large corporations. And that he was suspicious of what was going on at Twitter, but he does not have an acceptable business acumen, and he certainly might 
be knowledgeable about certain things related to science, but, uh, and you know, we always joke about and try to be, well, I think we are by default empathetic, but try to maybe be kind to people with uh, grotesque, um, poor social skills, but uh, this just seems to be the epitome of uh, letting and encouraging someone who doesn't have an appropriate understanding of the functionality or and do you think somebody who's supposed to be that smart would have a better understanding or a better grasp on the whole uh just having an awareness of unintended consequences and just the potential of what may exist and to have a rational or at least some kind of thought process and awareness about you don't know what you don't know and while we all want to finger quotes be you know i think we strive to be informed but at some point we you know i don't think we want to be right to be to finger quotes make other people wrong but that we just want to have and I guess that's all humans to have some functional uh, uh, intellectual. I mean, at least I think people that maybe would agree more with us than with other people. We want to have a f data-driven, fact-based analysis and and support of our thought process. You know, and a, and a but also part of that awareness would be that we're aware that different factors can come in that are, you know, can affect that. Um, but it's just kind of like he thinks he's smart and he makes shit up. And that's not really, a, a, I mean, some businesses, I guess, have done really well with that, but it's just not generally a way to, especially when you're allowing people now and you're encouraging them to create fake parody accounts. And, uh, yeah. So. So did you I, ever? Uh, did you? Did, were you ever super involved in Twitter? No. I have account, but I bet I haven't tweeted ten times. Hell, my Instagram account is only pictures of meals I've completed. The empty plate. <clears throat> now I used to. I don't think I've been on Twitter probably in five years. I used to have an account, but I'd say it was also when I was uh, probably more of a right-leaning person. So I haven't looked at it in years, but it's probably full of stuff that I certainly don't believe now. But I'm sure that if I ever, if people ever tried to get me to run for something or do anything. I am archiving your tweets right now. Thank you. Well, the, the the fake tough and the phony brave, I'm sure, will uh, on both sides would jump up and you know pretend to be pretend to be warriors and pretend to whatever and uh, you know rely rely on information that's not relevant to my life now, other than I recognize it's not who I am, and then I, you know. Thing I've, but, I'm proud that I've grown past and beyond whatever. Absolutely, man, and kudos for that. 
you know, there, there's got to be a path to redemption to all these idiots that thought their time had come and didn't realize that this moment of Trumpism is just a speed bump on the way to progression. And, uh, you know, they can climb back under the rock that 50 years of progress put them under, or they can grow and stay in the sunlight. Yeah, Elon, absolutely. Yeah. Elon replied yes. to Stephen King, you're welcome. Namaste. What a dick. I did have some enjoyment out of a uh, few people who were Elon fanboys and just, I made a comment about them and, uh, and this person replied, not directly to me, but I'm sure other people had made comments and they were fed up and went on this diatribe of defending him and all this shit. And then all of a sudden, all of their posts about Elon disappeared. Maybe a little petty, but uh, it made me giggle. I didn't get vast enjoyment out out of it, but some. Well, and obviously, I think he would actively engage in dishonest behind-the-scenes maneuvering, but, you know, strictly from his amount of uh, wealth. But but he's asking for people to AI-generate... uh, and or document if it's really happened, but to create, I wouldn't even call them parody accounts because he's created an environment where they're not parody accounts about him and his practices and his private life. Uh, and he's just really begging people to create content uh, or find content that would either create the perception or substantiate the thinking that he's does horrible things to children, does horrible things to animals, uh, just violently sexually abusive things. Because uh, otherwise, why would he? Why would he do that if that's not? You know, I do not have something that something that's on his list that he wants. So. Yeah, there's no alternative answer from me coming. Yeah, what do you think? I think we've talked about this before, and I think we both worked in the industry enough. I mean, not that you have to work in the industry enough, but just to have any basic understanding of it. Um, certainly, I think we're both people that are believe in personal accountability. But also, you know, Alec Baldwin, uh, where he had been charged, uh, you know, with that, with that, uh, obviously tragic shooting on that film set. Uh, the charges have just been dropped. Um, uh, you and I both know people that work on union projects only do their jobs. They're technically not allowed to do other people's jobs. And a prop master or an armorer is not a boom person, not a cinematographer. They have different union guidelines. And so an actor is not is not a props master, not an armorer, and it's not an actor's job to check a check a firearm. Uh, man, I think that a lot of people failed. You know, I think everybody that touched that gun failed. Um, 
horrible tragedy. And I think that the way Alec Baldwin and his insane situation with uh, his spouse is disgusting. Um, but I think it'd be a hard time to prosecute him for any major crime um, or any of them for that matter because clearly the system is broken as often as weapons are uh, a problem. They don't always make headlines, so we don't hear about them. But there are ways to make realistic guns that uh, are impossible to shoot any projectile. But especially with uh, the ease of CGI today, you almost just need the shape. You don't need it to have a blank in it or anything. Right? You know, I mean, you click a button and it, it'll automatically do it for you just about. So uh, there just has to be a change in, in the laws. Or in their, I don't know if it's a law, but maybe it should be, that in no way possible can anything be shot forward out of a prop. So so unavoidable <clears throat> or so avoidable was this tragedy. Well, do you think the the uh, advances now with not necessarily with AI, but just with compute CGI and all those things can create a appropriately authentic uh experience and, and and visuals and whatnot yeah i think they are i mean jurassic park still holds up man you know i think that yeah on, on yeah. our level we can do that i would just have to watch a youtube video Isn't that fascinating? I how many things around the house? Because I would never describe myself as a handy person. Like how many things around the house are on a car, or like health and wellness things? People can just watch YouTube videos for and figure out how to do. Ninety nine percent. Like I I grew up in a house where dad didn't call the repairman right. Like, I mm -hmm. put heads on cars, I've replaced radiators, I do my own brakes, uh, you know, I put the water heater in this house. Uh, so, basically, you know, I, I, I can do that kind of stuff. But I'll still watch a video for clever shortcuts, things I forgot, because I don't do it all day, every day, you know. Uh, I don't, I'll put brakes on my car, but I'm, I wouldn't do any. I would take it to a mechanic for anything much more than that because things have changed beyond YouTube to an extent. Hell, even putting in a headlight in, in the wife's car was, uh, well, it was as simple as bending some uh, thin metal, but still it was 
Interesting. Anywho, YouTube videos, it isn't just handyman stuff. Uh, as a computer guy, I rely on YouTube because I don't actively study computers anymore. Uh, if I need a bit of information, I don't need to know the entire manual because i got to move on to the next thing. Uh, I, I lean on it heavily. Have you ever, just because I did this once a couple years ago, and um, somebody I was I used to be friends with, who I'm not now, because some people you just can't have in your life, uh, was a very handy, she was a very handy person. And uh, was a big, was very capable. I mean, she's a smart person and uh, uh, knew how to do, had a high competency. And then would watch the th the videos and whatnot on YouTube and kind of inadvertently became a virtuoso of just around the house repairs and yep. had gotten into woodworking at some point. But it helped me uh, change, I don't even know what it's called, but you know, there's like the big rubber band that goes around your dryer to keep the, the drive belt spinning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's that's how technically savvy this uh, theater major uh, who does NASCAR commercials can describe it. A big old rubber band. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Change, yeah, change that out. That was uh, a unique experience. So uh, that's my that's my main story about. Uh, well, did I ever tell you about the time that uh, I was downstairs and? I was fascinated with tools and, and things. And my mom goes, do not take that dryer apart. And uh, all she did was give me the idea. So an hour later, you know, the dryers in pieces. Oh, gosh. And I still to this day think that she was curious if I could do it or not. So she tricked me into doing it. I think there's a lot of that. I think there's a lot of that. <clears throat> I worked with my dad for a while. Well, probably seven years, which is probably, I would say it was a mistake. It was a good learning opportunity and kind of like grad school for, without having to pay to go to grad school um, for economic development. I remember one day he said, go find blah, blah, blah in a file cabinet, like a huge, you know, one of those you know the where the file cabinets are like the entire length of the wall and three or four three or four levels high and i went folder by folder uh and it wasn't in there and so i just thought i just thought he was wasting my time so i'm like all right da, da, da. so i went through it and didn't find it and he's like where is it and i said oh ha ha you got me and apparently he actually thought the file was in there but just based on how nonsensical and that it wasn't in there I just thought he was doing it as a like a like a like a hazing, you know, right. kind of thing. Like the get waste the bar my time. stretcher. What's that? Get the bar stretcher. Get the aluminum magnet. All the stuff. All the stuff. All the stuff. But um, but no, yeah, I guess that. I mean, I guess in terms of hazing, it was easier than getting somebody to put you know, scotch tape on your uh, leg and slowly pull the hair out of your leg, but. Uh, but uh, yeah, and there's no file in there, and he was pissed that, that I, I thought he was just you know, playing a joke on me. 
because he's Mr. Personality, but uh, with a great love of humor. But uh, now, have you ever, what was, so changing the brakes, but that was the most probably engaged thing that you would say that you've done on your car? Uh, on this car, yeah. But I mean, literally, I've put heads on engines. That I, I used to keep an alternator in the in the trunk of one car because they went out so often. I would just change it on the side of the street, drive straight to the junkyard, and exchange the core for uh, another one. Um, wow. I've, and that, and of course, I I was a machinist for ten years for a living, so I've turned some wrenches. But yeah, growing up, man, I mean, I remember one time it was like minus 10 degrees and dad and I are literally unscrewing the head of a Honda Prelude on the side of the road because uh, we had to get it in by the end of the day or some crap. I don't remember. There was some sense of urgency and uh, I, there was one time the clutch went out in in a car and i just ran some twine because <laughs> i was in charlotte broke down in uh, an area of charlotte you don't particularly want to and i called dad and he goes you got any twine for some reason i always carry odd things in my my car in case of need and uh and yeah i actually do and he told me how to string it through to the clutch uh, mechanism in the engine. And then it got me home. So yeah, a piece of string instead of a metal cable. That guy was, I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he learned what he learned. Uh, it was just nuts, man. He taught me that within arm's reach, there is something you can use as the tool you need. <laughs> and it just proves to be true so often. I wasn't like my brother. If my dad said, don't jump into that fire, you know, my brother would just to prove how wrong he was. I, I tended to listen and more silently question if it was insane or not. But, uh, yeah, that dude was, uh, he was MacGyver. <clears throat> right on. Well, it's good to, it's good to have little teachable moments that, and I think, you know, a lot of times the best inadvertent moments of, of learning and gaining knowledge are not necessarily during a class or during a training session or a module or something, but they're just like in offhand comments between those moments, you know, like something somebody says while they're walking to lunch, you know, that somehow provides a huge amount of context and an appropriate uh, focus or understanding that maybe connect everything from the, from the class or the, or the module. Um, uh, but speaking of context, and I think maybe we touched on this a little bit yesterday. Uh, well, maybe we didn't talk about this specifically, but so 
so three people were shot in Gaston County on Tuesday night. Uh, and uh, spoiler alert for those of you listening, the shooter was not a drag queen. Whoa, can you repeat that? I, I don't think that's possible. I'll repeat it as I walk across the pirate ship to uh, fill in. Uh, there was a uh, uh, shooting in Gaston County, which is probably an hour and a half, two hours away. I used to manage uh, some houses down that way. Uh, there was a shooting, which I don't know if anyone uh, has ever heard of a little thing called the news uh, or knows that we live in uh a country where some people uh, try to connect their uh, failing, uh, fragile uh, misunderstanding of masculinity with violence and firearms or violence uh, against people. But I guess for a lot of those people, uh, firearms is the easiest way to do it because then they could avoid hand-to-hand combat because they get their asses whipped. Uh, Anyway, so uh, three people were uh, shot, Um, one of them mainly uh, because some of our friends in the legislature decided they were going to also, that we'll talk about in a minute, uh, propose a bill to uh, make uh, uh, drag shows in public a felony sex act, Uh, but apparently uh, they're less concerned God bless them. Well, I don't think it's accusatory because uh, if they didn't want this to be talked about and pointed out, they would not have uh, put the put the bill on the floor, And which is there are a no, no, number of other interesting factors about that. And I uh, try to discuss these things in a way that's not slanderous because they're not, because I know the two guys and they've done a lot of good work for the people of uh, the districts they represent. Uh, um, so that's genuinely surprising that they would uh, they're politicians, man. I mean, they're pandering going on every which way from every which, every one of them. Well, there is, and I, I and I really think this is a prime example of uh, uh, I, the will of the voters, and obviously the voters are idiots in this case. Um, at least the ones who called and said that this thing needed to happen. But uh, yeah, so uh, six-year-old among three people shot in Gaston County. Spoiler alert: not shot by uh, not shot by a drag queen, not uh, danced on by a drag queen, not performed near by a drag queen. Um, so, and then uh, shockingly, the suspect, Robert Lewis Singletary. Uh, let me, yeah. Uh, I'm not saying he's a MAGA guy, not saying he's a militant right-wing person, uh, but he shot three people, and then they found they caught him in Florida. So good job, Ron DeSantis. You're... But also, at least from the picture, that his arrest picture looks like he's, uh, uh, we'll say, non-Caucasian, which is also strange, because obviously Ron DeSantis, who he himself, per Donald Trump, has a questionably ethnic, uh, ethnically... Uh, triggering last name uh obviously uh ron desantis uh works to make a, a state and a culture and society that's uh not safe for uh, uh non-caucasians so 
but maybe he thought he could just you know shoot enough people that he'd be welcomed as an authentic uh, white Floridian. Yeah. So it, it, uh, being an asshole with a gun is not limited to any cultural or ethnic or any other limitation. Uh, shooting someone for simply pulling into your driveway, which seems to have a theme for the insane people right now. Uh, it. How do you prevent that with background checks? Has this guy ever shown any uh, indication that he shouldn't have a gun? But I want to. I want to derail this this line for a moment to yeah. just say, "Hello, beautiful." Yeah, that smile lights up my world, my love. Sorry, talking to the wife a little bit. Absolutely, absolutely. As one does, as one does. Um. So there. So yeah, people people are very keen on shooting people in driveways these days. It really is uh, kind of like. Oh man, you can do that, and then I don't know. I have a driveway. Well, I'm not. I'm not a. Uh, I'm not running out buying a a weapon and staring at it. Well, the guy that shot Ralph uh, Yarl. Um. I want to, oh yeah, Andrew Lester. Obviously, I think one of his grandsons now is coming out and you know saying, "Oh, he's not a racist who sat in his sat on his ass on his couch watching Fox News every day." Uh, but just the fact that he was scared to death of um, of a young black man who showed up on his front porch uh, at all, but in this case by accident. And thought that he had to shoot him. Yes, he was, you know, a racist. He may have been conditioned to be a racist, but when you you hate science and you don't like this, um, uh, yeah, yeah, he was no racist. who sat around watching Fox News every day. That's that's, you know, uh, a large portion of the seventy-three million people that voted for. Uh, Trump last election, they're racist who sit around watching Fox News. Fox News, obviously, who just had to settle out of court because uh, Rupert Murdoch was a chicken shit. Uh, and a chicken shit, I mean, shrewd may be the word, uh, because he knew the active fraudulent lies his company had engaged in for every year they've been in business, but specifically post-election slandering um um the voting systems and the software companies and uh um and they're gonna you know then with the lawsuits that they're facing from other people that they aggressively uh actively lied about and and are you know 
volunteer workers, uh, employees of these companies, their safety has been threatened. Uh, you know, but obviously he, you know, uh, Rupert Murdoch would rather settle out of court and pay $787 million than it be on that it be on the record on camera. He and the people that work for him, which makes me wonder how many of them would commit perjury because they wouldn't want to be seen on camera. Uh, in man, a I think that would be a very low, low number because they know that uh, the, the feds or whoever have the goods on them with those text messages. They would get on the stand and be like, I never once believed Donald Trump won the election uh, because it's legal to lie. They Fox News literally sued to have the right to lie about news, and uh, and all the others followed suit as soon as they won that legal case. But uh, lying on stand is legit. You go to jail for that crap. So I think they would every last one of them would tell the truth, and then ten minutes later, be on the air spouting the same BS. Well, it wouldn't hurt. I mean, I, I that would, I, you know, and I don't know what structurally. I, you know, I didn't. I obviously not a, you know, I play a play lawyer, but I'm not a lawyer in real life. But, um. It would be fascinating if they did that. They testified, then they went back on the air and lied. It would be fascinating to see what additional lawsuits might obviously should be filed against them individually. Um, you know, as they may change citizens. the way they lie, though. It, it, this could change the way they lie. Well, at the end you of the know, day, they, they're just going to hold up a Bible and say uh, whatever that quote that that that. Uh, Passage from uh, Paul. I don't remember what book it's in. Corinthians or whatever. Uh, I don't think it's in Romans, but it's literally the line about Paul says, "God knows these things I say are true." So they would just hold, swing a Bible around and yeah. quote that one line of scripture, and then, that would be enough for their users because they could literally yeah. have a cat meowing and then say, "The interpretation says." all of your hate is justified and their their fan base will absolutely eat it up but to avoid being sued they i'm sure they're looking at ways to lie without being liable you don't have to say dominion voting machines when you can say the voting system is rigged and be non-specific but uh I think Fox News is vulnerable right now. They have other pending lawsuits. There's another voting system that is going for double the money Dominion did. Yeah, smart. Now that they know they've settled, which is absolutely in this case admitting guilt, um, because they admitted guilt in the settlement. But there is an organization called CheckMyAds.org. C H E C-K-M-Y-A-D-S dot org that you can go to and reach out directly to the 
advertisers because essentially when you advertise on Fox News, you are uh, lining with liars. And what does that say about you? You know, well, 100%. Um, there's, a, yeah. there's a reason there's predatory reverse mortgage commercial commercials and shit like that on Fox News because they know that the Fox News viewer on average is a moron. 100%. 100%. Which is unfortunate. But how, who, again, when, when I see conservatives thumb their nose at professional wrestling, I mean, it's very cosplay now, uh, and, and jump up and down screaming about the validity in their minds about their, their organized religion. It, you know, I mean, where this, this is the, this is, this is the mental illness crisis in America, you know, but. It, well, if, if the other voting system wins their case as well, and we can impact the uh, advertisers of Fox News. It could put them out of business. It, it would be very nice. It would be. Well, it would be nice. But again, well, I get, I say putting out of business probably would be the easiest thing because obviously for them to keep existing as an organization would be otherwise it would be doing to them what they do to us and it would be otherizing people and, and, and putting a face of blame on a few people when it's more about systematic you know it, issues and discussions and it should be a debate of ideas and not about villainizing specific people um and trying to find a consensus and a and a, and a journey forward for all of us that we can agree on um you know in a way that's that's inclusive and to get people to come around and to not rely on old tropes of, of, you know, on, on any side, old tropes of victimhood, uh, and that we're all, you know, to, to work, to empower people, uh, and to get to move forward. But, uh, but so drag Queens didn't shoot anybody. Uh, but just real quick to, to get back on this. So North Carolina house bill, um, 673 and you know, clarifying regulations for adult entertainment that uh, uh, Representative uh, Jeff Singer and uh, Representative Donnie Lambeth sponsor and co-sponsor. Um, we talk about a lot about the, 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 I don't know if they call it the law of unintended consequences, but I think if we're going to engage in this, it's, it's, they need to be more specific. Um, because obviously we're both, and I don't know how it is nationwide, but we're both in the South. And so, for example, you know, 673 would put male and female impersonators in the same live, same adult live entertainment category as quote, a performance featuring topless dancers, exotic dancers, and strippers. Um, and then specifically, Zinger is quoted as say, Representative Zinger is quoted as saying, this bill is a response to those concerns expressed to me, he's talking about himself, about age-appropriate entertainment. And then Representative Lambeth said there were no 
well, this has to be a misquote because his grammar is better than this. Uh, it says, there was no plans for the bill until the Forsyth Tech Community College instance. So if you all don't know, Forsyth Tech uh, has a, uh, I don't know what it's called, but it's kind of like a middle college or a, 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 where high school students go to get kind of advanced educational things in a community college. Well, community college setting, but actually a physical community college. So there happened to be a drag show that day, and one of the performers, supposedly, I wasn't there, you weren't there, but supposedly the story is, and I don't know if the world we live in, I'm sure there's somebody probably has a cell phone video of it, and everybody was laughing and having a good time, where one of the performers said on the lap of one of the students, uh, I usually have a pretty good pulse on the community and hear stories and know things. Um, and because people, for some reason, want to voluntarily tell me things I didn't ask them about. Um, never hey, seen are we anyone. Talking about uh, coloration issues. What's that? Discolored issues. When you were what told you things you didn't want to know about. Oh, oh, well, no, but I mean, I, I mean, I not that I didn't want to know, but I didn't, I didn't ask for it. I didn't ask. <laughs> when, when, uh, uh, people I have no interest in being around what they're doing now that I couldn't give to to any things about, you know. Anyway, but then nobody was upset about this. Uh, well, that's 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 the south and the world in general but uh i mean it's every it's every shitty facebook neighborhood group where people don't have a life and you know they i mean it's the epitome i thought it was my dad or somebody used to tell me the story about uh it's a parable i thought it's a parable i mean does a parable have to involve animals i don't know but anyway but this story is anecdote maybe that but this old lady calls the police says officer officer my neighbor She's a Jezebel. She's engaging in sinful pornographic behavior. You better come over here and look at this. It's an emergency. So the officers go over there. It's this woman, old woman screaming about, it's an emergency. It's an emergency. So the officers go over there. They say, yes, ma'am, what's going on? She says, officers, it's an emergency. You have to come right now. And, you know, they get to her place. They knock on the door. She says, thank God you're here. Thank the Lord Jesus Christ you're here. This sinful Jezebel, da 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 Where is it? Follow me. Follow me. We have to do something about this now. So they follow the little old lady through her little condo or townhouse or whatnot. Follow her back all the way through the unit, past the kitchen, past the living room, past the patio where you could see everything like a normal person all the way back into the back bedroom, back bathroom. Little old lady pulls out a little step ladder, climbs up onto her toilet, gets out binoculars, puts her binoculars up to her face, looks out the window and says, look, officer's over there. Right? Yeah. So, spoiler alert, HOAs can serve a purpose, but unfortunately a lot of that ages out and then they just become kind of like PTAs in a lot of cases where I'm sure people do care about their kids and blah, blah, blah. But at least, I mean, I know when I was growing up in the, uh, the Methodist church, uh, yeah, 
Yeah, when I was growing up in the Methodist Church, number one, there were tons of racists. Uh, number two, people that were serving on the boards at the time, maybe it's different, maybe it's not, I don't know, I don't go to shit like that unless a funeral or a wedding. Um, most of the time it was people who were trying to funnel money out that was coming into the church into their own pockets and people that uh, nobody wanted to serve on any boards or committees or anything else anywhere else. So it was angry people and the church I grew up in, it was three or four families that had intermarried into each other who were uh, not honest people. I'll just politely say that. Anyway, uh, and they were racist, so they can all go to hell if they're not already there, if hell is a real place. So, um, so this is, this is again, as a salute, this, my concern is this solution, uh, to a problem that doesn't exist. Um, <clears throat> and so specifically, uh, so it says, so it says specifically the bill would make it unlawful for a person to engage in adult live entertainment on public property or in the presence of anyone under 18. Uh, when asked about whether and this is a separate issue, but I'll circle back to this. HB 673 would apply to events such as Pride, Winston-Salem, Downtown Parade, or private exhibits. Zinger referred to the general statute addressing exhibiting harmful performance to minors. And then the statute, and what she was referring to, which he didn't answer, but what he was referring to, the statute reads, a person commits the offense of exhibiting a harmful performance to a minor if or without consideration or knowing the character or con uh, content of performance, it allows um, uh, a minor to view a live performance as harmful to minors. Having read that again, that kind of makes me think they almost put this on the, do, putting this bill as a parody to potentially shove it in the face of the people that wanted them to do this. So again, having read this, this makes me think they're almost doing this to facilitate un what I think some people have <clears throat> would consider unintended consequences. Because number one, if you're serious about this, that drag performances are now going to be considered live adult entertainment and, and I, I think uh, a felony. Uh, okay, yeah, class A misdemeanor for the first event, class one felony for a second offense. Uh, and the fact that if the bill, and hopefully this is all stuff that will come up in discussions and on the floor and in meetings, and obviously, as you and I discussed the other day, the discussions people have, generally speaking, they occur before the bill gets uh, uh, put up for consideration and voted on. They had these meetings happen in private and in committee meetings, and then, you know, but <clears throat> specifically, it says, you know, if it's passed and signed into law, would become effective December 1st uh, after football season's basically over. Because if they're going to do this, they're going to ban Powderpuff football games across the state because Powderpuff football games are drag performances. So you're going to take well, away the great the southern tradition after. of Powderpuff football games. So you know the same people that are bitching and complaining and creating all this fake drama are the same people who are going to uh, defecate on themselves, which is probably how you would describe most of their disproportional reactions. To I'm going story. after newscasters. As soon as a man puts on makeup, get on the news. Hundred percent. I, I'm going to be oddly aroused and sue. And that means Kiss can't come play. 
Oh, that's the other you thing. Know. So Kiss, yeah. So Kiss will be banned in the state of North Carolina, banned in the state of uh, Tennessee, which is putting up another. Um, <clears throat> um, so no, no, no uh, powder puff football games. I'm curious. I mean, are they gonna? So are they gonna try to go after all uh, local and professional theater companies where? We, you know, actors, performers wear stage makeup. They're going to, they're going to, obviously they're going to, you know, this, this bill would affect that too. I mean, makeup is makeup. Lipstick, lip, lipstick is lipstick. Um, yep. It's a slippery slope with the devil's lettuce. Um, so, but you know, well, you, and you know this, cause obviously you're smart. Uh, you know, theater when it was originally, uh, performed um there were no females in theater that is true so what are you gonna so i mean are you gonna obviously now i mean i've been in uh so 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 toga parties are going to be outlawed because the toga looks like a dress um one of my buddies uh has a robert what about religious garbs well, oh. obviously, I'm cons- well. They don't give a shit about children being molested in religious context. Otherwise, I, I'm going to start going to church again because of this. <clears throat> well, so you I might, and as long as robe. you're well, as long as you're at church, well, they're all wearing robes, and robes are dragged as robes are dresses. Um, mm-hmm. I'm wearing a I'm wearing a, a Ralph Ralph Lauren uh, uh, robe right now, so. You know, man, I feel like a woman. Uh, so, uh, but also again, spoiler alert, and this is not a, this is not me giving the finger to Representative Zinger, or Representative Lambeth. I've known them for years. I mean, I've known Representative Lambeth since I was 15. Um, and I would definitely say this is having, I would say this is, this is possibly reflective of a few uh, people like I talked about earlier, disproportional reaction people, and I would say it's not reflective, certainly not of their level of intellect, and, and I would say not reflective of their hearts for sure. But uh, but probably in response, and it might, and again, it might just be a parody bill that the blowback would be so big it would show the people that called them and pitched a fit about it what a bunch of bullshit nonsense it is. <clears throat> And I was in Jeff Zinger's office, Representative Zinger's office on Tuesday, the day before this bill got put up, with a delegation from the North Carolina Arts Council and the Forsyth County Arts folks and the Little Theater and all this, because he has been a staunch supporter of the arts. So I think, again, this might not be representative of, I would say definitely is not representative of his personal beliefs and certainly not of Representative Lambert's also. Because they understand, and what I've said to him that I'm saying right now, and they know this, that this if, if this was serious, if people were serious about this in this past, it would be worse than the uh, bathroom bill that tanked the film economy and made everybody look at North Carolina and think, what a bunch of incestuous hillbillies. And which is exactly when, corp- when corporations stopped investing in North Carolina for a while. Uh, and North Carolina, it took them 10 years to create the bra- recreate the branding of North Carolina is a place you can do business because theater, well, number one, people around the world that have b- 
billion dollar companies around the world who might be looking to invest in North Carolina. They don't give a shit about that. And they come from cultures that don't give a shit about that. And when they see people who are jumping up and down, pitching a fit about it, they don't think, wow, what an intelligent workforce. What a great uh, educational system. What a great community college system where we can find workers. What a great uh, four-year and post-secondary educational system they have. They think, wow, what a bunch of idiots. We would never invest money there. And so don't do shit like that because it's going to make people think that North Carolina is a bunch of dumbass hillbilly rubes. So please stop waving your religious text around, screaming a bunch of nonsense, pretending to care about children, which again, if the same people that want to, that, that were crawling up their asses to put this bill together cared about children, you know, uh, finger quotes, the safety of minors, they would rage the legal, legal age of consent in North Carolina to 18, which they have not wanted to do at all. So no, they don't care about minors. Number two, well, not at all. like I said yesterday, and we agreed on, and we've talked about for years before this show came together, if any of those people cared about the safety of minors, they would, re- they would actively force through aggressively in a way that would violate people's feeling of uh, religious freedom. They would ram through legislation to make sure bathrooms in every church and religious institution in the state of North Carolina did not have gaps in the bathroom stalls, in the doors. They would not, I right. mean, that, 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 is, that is intentionally designed to take away people's feelings of safety and make them feel like they're victimhoods, like God's after them and God's always watching them. When it's not God, it's a bunch of creepy old bastards. So they don't, so it's, so they don't, so it's it is a fraudulent well, like claim that, that they though, care about children. And when you, when you refer to God as creepy old bastards, uh, no, I'm not referring to the idea of God that way, but the, the fake people who manipulate people's insecurities. But if you, if you, if you were to do that, it all fits. It all makes sense. Well, it's spiritual it fascism. I mean, it's spiritual North. I mean, it's, I mean, people that adhere to that. I mean, it's North Korea. They say they want freedom, but they'd be living in a 24 hour North Korea with a, with a supernatural being who never gives you private time. That that is true. To paraphrase God the great Christopher Hitchens, one of the greatest men who ever lived. To paraphrase the great Christopher Hitchens, it's it's spiritual, supernatural North Korea. You have no freedom. Yeah. You have no independence. You have no no autocracy over your life. You live in a fascistic theocracy. What what people need to realize that when you say God is everywhere. That includes your anus. Oh, we were at time. Wow. Wow. You really wow, try really? to, you really try to, you really try to make, yeah, God. We, uh, we're going to end it on that one. Yeah. You always slide, slide it, slide it the later, anus man. right at the end. Okay. All right. <laughs> later. All right. See ya. <laughs>